Welcome to How To with Mia and Zian. If you aren't already, but I hope that you are, hit that subscribe button here on YouTube and follow us on our other social media channels. It's under Gerber Kawasaki for all of them. I'm going to give you a fair warning now. This episode is not for the faint-hearted. We are talking about options and options trading has become, well with Robinhood and the other trading apps, probably a little too common. They're risky and complicated and you certainly should be discussing the implications of buying and selling options with your financial advisor. But if you're interested in learning about options, we're here to help. Please note that none of this should be taken as financial advice. If you have any questions about your specific situations, please go talk to your financial advisor. And with that, let's get it started. That is exactly right. With options being a much more popular subject in the investment space, we wanted to take a little time to break down what they are, how you make money off of them, and some common option strategies that you can use. As Mia said, please be careful when you do approach options. They are a much more risky investment, and this is meant to be a bit more of an educational piece so that you can better understand and talk about options in the future. Now, what are options? Well, options are the ability to buy or sell a certain investment at a certain price. It involves two parties. One, the person who has the right to exercise the option, and two, the person who has the obligation to fill it. Now, options usually have a strike price and an expiration date. That expiration date is key. You don't get to hold on to this option forever. You will have to exercise it within a certain time frame. Uh, some popular options are convertible options, which are commonly found in bonds. If you own a bond and have a convertible option, you have the ability to exchange or convert your bond into that company's stock instead. Another popular one is stock options. As a company, sometimes rather than paying their employees additional income, they'll give their employees the ability to buy this company's stock at a discounted price and give them the opportunity to have some skin in the game. Now for today though, we are gonna be focusing on the more popular or more commonly talked about options, calls and puts. But before we even get into that, let's talk about strike price. Yes, like Ziad explained, options involve two parties in a contract. One party who receives the right to exercise the option and another party who has to fulfill it. The strike price is the price that the underlying stock can be purchased or sold at. For calls, it's the price that the stock must go above. And for puts, it's the price that the stock must go below. But, but we'll get into all of that later in the episode and explain thoroughly what calls and puts are. The premium for an option is the cost of the option. Sometimes we don't exercise our options, but we will usually still end up paying the premium. So they're quoted as a price per the share. If it's a $3 premium, that's $3 per share, but in an options contract, we're talking about 100 shares per contract. So that would end up being 300 total. When we're buying and selling options, we want to be making money, not losing money. But sometimes we just break even. The price where the stock is that will just break even is called the break even price. That's where you neither lose or gain money. So let's talk about calls. A call option is the right to buy a certain stock at a certain price. When you buy a call option, you're expecting the value of the underlying stock to go up. To put this in numbers, let's say you bought an option with a strike price of $100. Let's say the underlying stock shoots up to $110. Well, you have the right to exercise that option and buy the stock at $100 instead, giving you a $10 profit. 
Now, like Mia said, you do have to pay premium for this option. So when you're calculating your net profits, you need to subtract that premium from the difference between the strike price and the current price of the investment to get the actual money that you've made on your investment. So what is a put? If you buy a put, then you have the right to sell a stock at a certain price. If you sell a put, then you have the obligation to buy the stock. Buying a put is considered a bearish strategy because the investor in this situation is expecting the stock to decline. And when you buy a put, you're actually acquiring the right to sell 100 shares, not just one. An example of this might make it a little bit easier to understand. So let's say that an investor is following the MIA common stock and believes that at $75 a MIA common stock is super overpriced. They then buy MIA 75 put for a premium of $3. After the latest earnings report, or MIA, it plummeted 10 points all the way down to 65. The put could be exercised at $75 per share strike price, which would give the investor a $7 profit per share in total. Since for this, this is for 100 shares and that would make $700 in profit. Since an options trade involves two parties, someone needs to fill the seller side of the transaction. When you sell a call or a put, you are collecting the premium that investors pay to buy that option. Now, if the option price does go above or below its intended strike price and is exercised, you have the obligation to fulfill that option. So why are we even bothering with this episode? Why do people use options? There's three main reasons that people trade options. One would be hedging, two would be income, and three, leverage. So by hedging, we mean minimizing risk. Options can be used as a sort of insurance policy for your positions in the case of a downturn. It's smart. If you want to take advantage of fast-growing industries, but you want to limit your losses, then you can do so through options. Options are great for using leverage as well. By using call options, you can grow your position to a larger position at a huge savings. It's not that simple or always that fast, and it can be very risky. So again, please talk to your financial advisor. One of the most common option strategies used is called a covered call. What this is, is you own shares of a company's stock and you decide to sell calls on that same stock that you own. And what happens here is you get to collect an additional premium or additional income because you're selling those calls and you still participate in a bit of the gains. But the major risk here is that if the stock does shoot up in value in a short amount of time, those options can be exercised. You'll be forced to sell that stock that you own and you'll miss out on some of those gains. Another popular option strategy is called an iron condor. What this is, is you have an underlying investment and you sell calls and puts at strike prices of both sides of the investment. Now you're gonna be collecting income, collecting premiums for this, but if the price of that underlying investment does fluctuate a lot either way, then you have the potential to lose money. And so in order to mitigate those losses, you also buy calls and puts at strike prices even further out than the ones that you sold at in order to help mitigate those losses. Basically, you're expecting the underlying investment to fluctuate very little or not be as volatile, so that way you can just continue collecting premiums from those calls and puts that you sold. 
Now, the last option strategy I wanna talk about is what's called a straddle. Well, this is the exact opposite of an iron condor. Basically, you're buying a call and put on the same investment at the same strike price with the same expiration date. So what happens here is you pay that premium. So if the price doesn't fluctuate a lot, you will lose money because you have to pay that premium. But if you see a lot of volatility in either direction, you're gonna be profiting from it. And so if you're expecting that investment to fluctuate a lot or be highly volatile, straddle is the strategy that most people will take. We said it before and we'll say it again, please be careful when approaching options. Make sure you read up, make sure you educate yourself on this. Talk to a financial professional. There is a lot of risk involved as with any investments. And so if you are looking to get invested, reach out to us. We're here to have that conversation about risk. Make sure we understand what your goals are with this money and get, and get that money invested without taking on too much risk to get there. I hope that you enjoyed this episode on options. They can be difficult to understand and explain, so please ask us questions. We're here to help. You can DM us on any of our social media channels or comment them here. And with that, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see y'all next week.